Episode 128, Write Your Story. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am loving that you keep coming back for more and more episodes. You're really holding tight to your elite status every moment you spend time perfecting your craft. As you're starting to figure out, podcasts are a great professional development opportunity. So I'm just honored that you value this show enough to learn with me every week. And I've learned another lesson and I can't wait to share it with you. This podcast episode is especially for teachers in distress as we talk about adjusting your perspective so that you can take charge of your life's outcomes. Let's reignite your passion and your potential. Are you ready? Here we go. Well, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Woohoo! It's that time of year where we can rock the stretchy waistbands and eat until our hearts are content. Well, at least try. I hope you all travel safely, unplug, rest, take time to be fully present with your families. Speaking of family, something my husband said to me recently sparked the creation of this podcast episode. And I'm forever talking to him about how I feel like I don't have a very compelling life story. I would love to travel the world, public speaking, but I'm always torn on what to talk about. Like, why would people want to show up and hear my story? I wouldn't want to even show up to hear my own story. It's very vanilla. It's pretty normal in terms of the highs and the lows. There's no amazing obstacle to overcome and some strong victory at the end. You know, some people have really overcome horrible, horrendous circumstances and have lived to tell about it. And those are the people traveling the world and imparting knowledge and inspiration to others, but not me. In fact, do you remember my bonus episode with elite educator Nicole Turner? That woman has overcome some flipping stuff. I mean, dang. If you didn't hear that episode, go back. It's episode 80. To hear her outlook on life and how she just perseveres every day as if, you know, nothing ever happened. It's just amazing. Like that attitude, that fortitude, that is the type of story that people want to show up and hear. So anyways, as I was talking to my husband about this idea about how my lows weren't low enough and my highs weren't high enough and, you know, comparison to these other people that have such great stories, he said something to me that made me went silent. And then I went, oh my God, that's tweetable. Babe, you're tweetable. So if you follow me on Twitter, you saw this come across your feed a few weeks ago for me. But my husband said, circumstances don't make your life interesting. You make your life interesting. Write your story. And that statement really set me free. And I kept thinking, I needed these huge circumstances to define me instead of me defining me. It wasn't what these people have overcome that makes them interesting. It's who they are because of it. It's who they decided they were going to become. It's how they wrote their story. And whether my life could win a, you know, who had it worse competition is irrelevant. What I do with my life with every decision and every day is what is most important. So I wanted to talk to you about the idea of writing your story and not letting your circumstances take you down, turn you around, or worse, eject you out of the game. 
You might be listening to me in the midst of the worst chapter of your life, or as some teachers recently shared with me, you know, it's never been this bad, and I just don't know if I can do it anymore when thinking about their circumstance. And I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes school sucks. Sometimes parents talk about you behind your back to the entire town. Sometimes students outright disrespect you, you know, embarrassing you in front of other students. Sometimes colleagues don't pull their weight, leaving you to pick up the pieces. Sometimes state and district guidelines or initiatives or curriculum are thrown at you in a matter of minutes with zero training and you're just supposed to do it. I mean, I hear you. But as my husband said, circumstances don't make your life interesting or hard or crappy or unlivable. Okay, I added those last few, but the idea is the same. What happens during this tough season or chapter is not keeping you from becoming your best. You are keeping yourself from becoming your best. Let me say that again. Your circumstances don't define you. You define you. You have control whether this thing beats you or you beat it. So let's go ahead and write your story. I was about to say rewrite your story, but hell, we are writing our lives as we are living them. And I'm sure as much as you want to go back and redo things in the end, you've realized it's made you who you are and you like who you are. And so you just want to move forward. But that isn't to say you want to stay on the same track. So let's write our story the way we want it to sound. Are you ready? Well, a good friend of mine, Missy, once told me to connect with y'all in a very specific way. She said, I had to do three things with my weekly message on the podcast. I had to connect to your head, to your heart, and to your hands. So that meant I had to bring you content that made sense logically where you could, you know, make connections and learn something new. That's the head part. Then I had to make sure I connected to your heart so that you felt the pain or the inspiration of what I was sharing. That's the heart part. And lastly, I had to give you something tangible to do with all this information. And that's the hands part. And I hope each week you feel like I've fed your head, your heart, and your hands. And I want you to understand what I'm saying, feel what I'm saying, and be able to actually do something with what I'm saying. Well, this episode is no different. My husband's quote and my attempt to decode it, you know, fed your mind. And you got that. And I also gave you some scenarios of people's stories that I've heard and experiences so that you could sympathize with that quote. And now it's time to do something about it because I don't want to just end the show with some inspirational fluff. I mean, that would be great, but I want this episode to be more than great for you right now in your current season. I want it to be life-changing, literally life-changing. So here are my practical tips in the words of my husband, write your own story. Are you ready? Step one, accept your current version of your story. This is the sucky part. In order to ever heal from tough stuff, you have to deal with it. And dealing with it begins with reliving it and recounting it. You've got to become clear with what has happened and what is currently happening before you can even imagine this healthy path forward. So if your principal told you that your lesson was the worst they ever saw, and even though you've been teaching 20 years, you have no place in front of students, then this is the hard stuff that you need to accept as happening to you. Remember, it doesn't mean that this stuff is true. It's not defining you, but it did happen. It's part of your past. So number two, rough out potential paths forward. Now that you see on paper or in your mind all the things about your circumstances that are unfavorable, or maybe you're reminiscing on the good stuff too, it's time to decide options for moving forward. It's important you give yourself some time to really think through the variety of solutions so that you cannot just, you know, take the first idea and run with it or take ideas at face value as being the best and then it pans out and it's less than ideal. So spend time brainstorming ideas and the aftermath so you're not surprised a few minutes down the road that uh this isn't you know what I had wanted (laughs) so for example let's go back to the observation where the principal told you you didn't cut the mustard 
So your options, as you see it, might be A, quit the, immediately, B, interview at an, other jobs immediately and quit soon after, or C, stick it out until the end of the year so the kids don't suffer and just find a new job for next year. So option A of quitting is probably your knee-jerk reaction. However, you leave yourself with no backup plan, so let's not be an emotional decision maker. Don't write your story with a crappy ending like that. You don't want to be unemployed. Option B of interviewing and leaving after could be a viable option if you do your homework. You know, will it be a similar job like teaching or a similar school or district? So you've got to start contacting and seeing what positions are available. If it's outside education, think about what transferable skills you have from teaching that could be of benefit in the new role. And then there's option C of sticking it out, which is probably the hardest decision since it's prolonging this pain. But it is quite ethical to keep your word to your contract and fulfill your obligations. And as you guessed it, yes, the kids deserve consistency. And that means from you from day one to the end. Step three, choose the story that you find the most inspiring, motivating, and fulfilling. So you've hashed out some options. Now it's time to decide. Write your story. What will your future hold? Well, believe it or not, you can actually control your future. You can control what decisions you make and what behaviors you exhibit. So if you right now are dreaming of being on a beach somewhere, rich with a super hot significant other, then cool. But I'm not sure any of those options that you brainstormed are going to lead you to that. Well, not immediately. So back up. Where do you envision yourself at the end of the day? Is it just cozy on the couch with your favorite beverage, watching your favorite TV program? Awesome. You can control that with your choices and your behaviors. But where do you envision yourself at the end of the week? Is it in a new position or the current one? Where do you envision yourself at the end of the month or the year? Whatever makes you smile, that's the story you have to write. You aren't meant to be in pain the rest of your life or miserable or feeling worthless or unhappy or stupid. You're entitled to a fabulous freaking life and you got to go get it. So step four, now it's time to write your story. You, you brainstormed your plan of action. You decided which option you're going to go with. And now you got to go live it out. Bring it to fruition. Hold yourself accountable. In fact, write down your plan. Did I ever tell you that I had a vision board? I'm not big on that stuff, but I am a very visual person and I love to be motivated. So I drew pictures of what, what I wanted to become in my career and I put them in my blessings journal. It's just a journal I got in high school from a dear friend's parents. And I used it eventually to write down all the things I was thankful for when I was going through my really tough time as a school teacher. And it got me to refocus, to recalibrate on what was going right, even though I just couldn't see through the mud and the muck in the moment. That's some nice alliteration right there. <laughs> Always a teacher. So I stuck a picture of a stick figure in front of an audience, and that was me presenting to other teachers. I really wanted to help everyone become better and learn all that I had been learning from people before me. You know, I didn't want secrets. I wanted recipes for success. And I'm happy to say that that came to fruition because I made it happen. I wanted to do it, and I made small decisions every day that led up to that. You know, like, for example, I gave emotionally constant advice to colleagues, so they learned to turn to me. Uh, I researched and read books on current best practices, so I shared my knowledge with my peers during recess, staff lounges, um, staff development days. I applied to present at conferences, and I was then asked to come back and lead PD for districts, and it slowly led me to the outcome of what I wanted. And I wrote that. I wrote that part of my story. I also inserted another picture into the Blessings Journal. I drew a picture of a book. I wanted to be an author, and I did. I wrote a book for new teachers, and I'm writing one for kids right now. You know, I love helping people, and I know it's what I'm meant to do, so I just go out and I do it. But first, I envision 
it and I plan it and I take steps to do it. And that's what I want you to do. It's not going to be this immediate jet plane to the Bahamas to your private island, but it might be a stinky mule carrying your heavy load down one block. But hey, progress is progress, right? So what I'm saying, or rather what my husband was telling me, is that we are what we make of ourselves. We are as interesting as we want to be. We are as compelling as we want to be. We are as inspiring as we want to be. Or, heck, we're as dull, boring, and depressing as we want to be. But we are writing our story every minute we're living it, and we have the control to change our course. So get a hold of your current circumstances. They don't make you XYZ, pick your descriptor here. Just like I thought I had nothing in my past that was worthy of sharing with others. You know, I wasn't interesting enough because I didn't die seven times and come back to life. I'm joking here. It's just BS. You know, my story is written based on what's happened to me and it's based on what is happening to me. So what I'm doing to make it happen, I can have a sad ending. I can have a happy ending. I can have a suspenseful journey. I can have a smooth journey. I can do my best to live my truth and live my dream. Now, don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean that nothing horrible is going to happen and that you can't ward off future obstacles and that your plan will, you know, pan out exactly as you plan. No. But when you have the big picture in front of you and every day you wake up saying, you know, I'm going to be that presenter, I'm going to be that author, and then you follow that up with today I'm going to blank some actionable step, that's the moment where you write your story. That acknowledgement, that decision, that action that you took is writing your story in the version that you want and that you deserve. Circumstances are circumstances, but you're more than that. In fact, you're whatever you want to be. So I'll ask you, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Stop waiting for the perfect moment and make now the moment that your story begins. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on overcoming tough personal and professional circumstances by writing your own story. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details. 